Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kwejomensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 26th of August in the year 2022, and the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. And for that matter, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman, listening to me or hearing my voice, to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us. And life in general, life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. Life is glorious. Life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, self-discipline, the key to success and world domination. I repeat, self-discipline, the key to success and world domination. Today's topic is taken from the text I shared on our platform. And to those that are not on our platform but on my distribution list yesterday, written by James Allen, actually the text is an extract from his book entitled above life's time well. And in this book, chapter 15 is what we are discussing today, or is what I shared yesterday with the world on our Facebook page, on our website, and our platform, and to aid the world, any man or woman that I have his or her contact in my, on my phone. And so today we are going to look at self-discipline. And before I go on, I would like to make this statement. Most at times, or normally, whenever a new information is being shared to our fellow Africans, one of the key statements that normally comes is that, you, why are you bothering us with this white man's ideas. But today, I want to announce to you that whatever I'm sharing with you, or whatever I have shared, or whatever written and given by James Allen, is a universal proof that is applicable to all men and women, regardless of your race, or whatever you call yourself. As a matter of fact, there are universal truths, and universal truths are applicable to all men. Just as there is one thing called air, and that air is a body of air that is available or is applicable to all men. We breathe into this body that called air, and that is life. And so today, we are going to look at this from the universal truth perspective. And my appeal to any man or woman listening to me, my fellow Africans in particular, is that have an open mind and be, have a receptive heart and have the desire to, be, to begin to look for new ideas, begin to seek for knowledge, so that you, you expand your understanding. And your understanding, the level of your understanding, determines the level at which you are advancing. So life is about learning. We have to keep on learning all the time. And so in the book that we are dealing with, chapter 15, James Allen spoke about self-discipline and 
So today we are going to analyze this, analyze this particular statement or uh, phrase called self-discipline. How do we understand self-discipline? How are we actually applying it in our lives? But as a matter of fact, as our topic depicts, self-discipline, any man or woman that is able to discipline himself or herself has the key to success. He will succeed in all things. Okay. Self-discipline to most of us, particularly those of us that are in religion, Christianity in particular, normally we are asked to be self we have we are asked to self, uh, cultivate self-discipline. And normally when uh, such terms are used, we normally speak in relation to vices or things that we consider as sin. And so in the church, you still have discipline, uh, self-discipline. How when you are supposed to discipline yourself is not to fornicate, not to steal, not to murder, not to do anything bad to your fellow men and women, which is true. We are supposed to exercise self-discipline in this area. But self-discipline goes beyond that aspect of our life. Self-discipline runs through every nook and corner of our lives. And that is self-discipline has to be applied in every situation. And so today, we are going to, we are going to look at self-discipline from a broader perspective. And we're going to place it on our life challenges. A human being is on this earth and he's passing through difficulties and challenges as part of his evolutionary process. And therefore, the only thing that a man or woman can use to go through this process and come out successfully and to evolve to another level is self-discipline. Self-discipline. And so when we talk of self-discipline, self-discipline has to do with your ability to control your mind and embrace any difficulty, any challenge, life situations in such a way that you will not fret, you will not be afraid, you will not worry, you will not, you will not I mean, deteriorate into any negative condition or situation, but you rather rise above the situation and seek to understand the situation and analyze the situation and eventually coming out with a solution to overcome the situation. And so self-discipline is about how we approach life situation in every aspect of our lives, particularly what we call our dreams and goals, what we want to achieve. Every human being on this earth has a goal, has a dream. But mostly we look at these dreams and we say, no, this is too difficult. There are a lot of situations that I cannot exist. For me, I don't have this faith. For me, I don't have this strength. And therefore, we leave those things and then we go about blaming people and always praying to God that God should come and rescue us. That rescue will never come. You are supposed to apply your mind and to discipline yourself such that you define situations, not only from the negative perspective, but from the positive perspective. And with the understanding that every situation has its beginning and has its end. And therefore, as you seek to analyze and you seek to embrace the situation and analyze it and seeking answers to the situation, you will eventually get to the end. And the end will give you a solution, a result that will become a solution to the problem, such that the problem doesn't exist in your life and in the life of other people. 
And this is where self-discipline is actually applied. Any man or woman that looks at something and leave it down or quit because of the difficulties or hardship in it is a person that don't have self-discipline, that cannot discipline him or herself. Any person that is afraid to take any challenge upon himself because he thinks that he's going to lose one thing or the other, that person doesn't have self-discipline. Regardless of how you are avoiding fornication or whatever, you, are, you, are, you don't have self-discipline because you are supposed to discipline yourself so that you go through a certain process, a certain difficulties in such a way that by the time the process is done, you become a new person. And that is what the Bible calls a new creation. You come into Christ. And when you come to Christ, you become a new creation or a new creature. And so that is what we are looking at. And so self-discipline is very important. No man or woman can succeed without having the ability to discipline himself in his mind, to overlook and to endure every after hardship or difficult situation with the mind that he is aiming to elevate their difficulties by a solution that he's looking or searching for. And so that is what we are looking at. And today I'm going to do this exercise by going through or reading the first two paragraphs of the chapter we are dealing with. Chapter 15 of Above Life Temples by James Allen. It's what we are looking for. But I'm going to read the first two paragraphs. And then we do the analysis in relation to us, our lives, Africans. Do we have self-discipline? Do we discipline ourselves or not? That is it. But before I go on, let me also make this statement. Self-discipline has to do with your mental state. It has to do with your mind. You don't discipline yourself by your body. As a matter of fact, your body is the servant of your mind. And therefore, whatever thing that your body will do for you, it is doing it because you are using your mind to instruct the body. The mind thinks. Then the brain, which is the receiver of what the mind is thinking, takes it and then gives instruction to the part of your body to do it. And so self-discipline is more or less disciplining your mind, taking control of your mind, having proper management of your mental state. That is what we are talking about. So according to James Allen, paragraph 1 and 2 of his book, Above Lifetime World, chapter 15, a man does not leave until he begins to discipline himself. He merely exists like an animal. He gratifies his desires and pursues his inclination just where they may lead him. He is happy as a beast is happy because he is not conscious of what he is depriving himself. He suffers as the beast suffers because he does not know the way out of suffering. He does not intelligently reflect upon life and lives in a series of sensations, longings, and confused memories which are unrelated to any central idea or principle. A man, who is, a man whose inner life is so ungoverned and chaotic must necessarily manifest this confusion in the visible conditions of his outer life in the world. And though for a time, 
running with the stream of his desires, he, achieved, he may draw to himself a more or less large share of the outer necessities and comforts, and comforts, and comforts of life. He never achieves any real success, nor accomplishes, accomplishes any real good. And sooner or later, worldly failure and disaster are inevitable. As the direct result of the inward failure to properly adjust and regulate those mental forces which makes the outer which makes the outer life. Paragraph two. Before a man accomplish any anything of an enduring nature in the world, he must first of all acquire some measure of success in the management of his mind, his own mind. This is mathematical a truism as that two and two are four. For out of the heart are the issues of life. If a man cannot govern the forces within himself, he cannot hold a firm hand upon the outer activities which forms his visible life. On the other hand, as a man succeeds in governing himself, he rises to higher and higher levels of power and usefulness and success in the world. James Allen. So this is, these are the where paragraphs we are looking at. And we are looking at it in relation to us Africans. And as I started, I am not here to disgrace anyone. I am an African. We are all Africans. But it is out of determination for us to be able to call upon one another, for us to begin to look at our issues from a different perspective. And that is the calling God has given unto me. And so the analysis I'm doing is, is, is not anything to disgrace our race or any, any of us, but it is a way of rekindling or a way of awakening one another such that we will look at things from the right perspective in light of the truth. And so the first line speaks a lot. And as he stated that a man does not live until he begins to a man does not live until he begins to discipline himself. He merely exists. Like an animal, he gratifies his desires and pursues his inclination just as just where they may lead him. And so if you look at this, we just have to look at ourselves. And you will see that whatever this statement or whatever these uh, words are, I mean carrying, are a, a, a clear picture of our situation as Africans, do we actually discipline ourselves in times of our difficulties and challenges? Do we? That is the question. And the answer is no. There is a difference between reacting to situations or conditions and responding to a situation and condition. There is a difference between these two statements. To react to a particular situation is to act spo uh, spontaneously without thinking. Something happened and you react to it. You haven't, you haven't thought of it. So your reaction could be wrong or right. And mostly it is wrong. Because it is after you've reacted and then you come back to your senses and you say, oh, 
I actually reacted wrongly. I didn't think that way. But when we talk of responding to a situation, that comprises or that, that has to do with you thinking about the situation and then do proper analysis. Then you take a, 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 a line of action which you think that will benefit you and even the one that is offending you, the one who is actually do, uh, who is the cause of that situation. And in that case, you are not only to justify, you are not only to protect yourself, but you are only looking at the way to eliminate the situation once and for all so that it doesn't happen again, or in a way that you will not actually find yourself in another situation, even though you are the one that has been offended. And so people who react to things are just like animals. The animals, the lower animals, they do not have intellect to think, to do proper analysis. And therefore, whenever something happens to them, they react. And so when you hit a goat that wants to take your something that your food, you hit it, it reacts and it runs back. And then within a couple of minutes, it comes back again, it's coming to take it. It won't think, it has not thought of the beating that you have actually inflicted upon it. But it is only it only reacted to it, and after that, that the pain is gone, it is coming back back again. But you as a human being, as soon as you get a beating, then you begin to think that no, if I don't do that, I will if I do this again, I will lose my life. Therefore, you take a different course of acting. Then it means you are responding to the situation. And so reacting to situations is more or less behaving just like animals. And so when James Allen says that, like an like an animal, he gratifies his desires and pursues his inclination just where they may lead him. It is indeed true. Let us put ourselves in this situation. Going back to our forefathers, our forefathers in their own calculations, in the way they organized their lives, they were victims of circumstances, situations. They never thought of situations. So whenever something happens, they go to the gods, they go to whatever they, they, they call their gods or whatever they shrine, then they look, they seek advice from these oracles and whatever. And that is what they will use as their solution to the problem. So they were victims, they were just like animals, excuse me to say, the lower animals who do not think to use their mind to solve their own situations, but looking for only uh, looking for a solution from higher beings called human beings. And so when a goat falls into a well, it is human beings that have to come and rescue it. When a goat is, is trapped into any uh, enclosure, it is human beings that have to come and rescue it. And in the same way, in the days of our forefathers, any situation that happens, just like the animals, it is the gods that have to come and rescue them. So the African mind was, was never used. And that is what we call lack of self-discipline. They lack self-discipline to tell, to come, to bring their minds or bring themselves to this point that this thing that is happening, it requires that we analyze it. So let us go through the pain. Let us endure and begin to try to understand why this situation is happening to us. They never did that. The African never did that. This is the, our line of operation. And that is how we, that is what has been handed over to us. And so we react to situation, but we do not respond to it. There is no control of the mind. 
So long as the pain, so long as the hardship is there, just like the animal, that even the one that is coming to rescue it, that person may even take it and go and kill it as food. The animal embraces it. And that is how we do. Even when something happens and there is difficulty in solution, a situation that we need to use our mind to solve the problem, we look for solution from somewhere, regardless of how painful the effect of the solution may be. And so we are only following our inclination. We pursue some pleasures. The economy is not working. This is not doing that. The African don't have the principle, the concept of putting himself in a situation that I am going to think, control myself. I am the president of this country. I am going to downgrade my life. I am going to downgrade the life of all my government officials. I am going to downgrade of the life of everyone in the country. Say that we will suffer now. I mean, embrace this challenge and work, work, use our minds to get a solution that we will call this is our solution. That is not what we are doing. And so it is our pleasures that we are actually following. And that is why we are entangled with this. We are entangled with all the situations. But a man that uses his mind, a man that has self-discipline, that disciplines his mind, he looks at things from the right perspective. The, the right perspective is the solution perspective that I have the brain, I have the mind, and therefore, after conditions may be harsh now, but I am going to dwell in my mental state and make sure that I receive an answer, I receive a solution to this particular problem and kill it once for all, or once and for all. That is, that is how it's supposed to be, but the African don't have it. So we are following our inclination, and that is why, look around, everything is showing that. He is happy, as the beast is happy, because he is not conscious of what he is depriving himself. And this statement is completely a direct description of the African situation. The African is happy because just like the way a beast or animal is happy, when we go for these loans, we go for this and that, these uh, foreign donors, they come and they give us the money, then we use the money for merrymaking, we use it as to buy cars, we use it to do all these kind of things. We are happy without even considering that these things that are being given to us, they have implications, they have effects on our lives. And therefore we become happy, let us rejoice. And then we do all these things and that and that and that. The politicians are using all this to brag that they have done this, they have done this, they have done this. They all, everyone in the country is rejoicing. And then within a couple of days, within a couple of years, we are back to square one. And that is when the effect, what these loans and other things entails, comes back to bite us. And so when you read James Allen's text, text. As a matter of fact, any man or woman listening to me, you can get these books to buy in a, in a uh, bookshop, or you can get even the PDF, James Allen's complete collection on, uh, uh, in PDF forms. And even if you don't, if you can, if you text me, if you send a message to me, I'll be able to send you copies of this. James Allen's ways is what Africa we need. That is the only knowledge, that is the only wisdom that we need to turn our life around. And so we are following our inclination. 
and then we, have, we, 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 we when we get something to suit to, to satisfy this inclination and desires we are happy just as when you give a goat or a sheep or any animal something that is delicious it eats and then jump and it's happy it doesn't think of whatever consequences that may follow and that is what we are doing and then he suffers as the beat suffers because he does not know the way out of suffering and that is what we are doing now look africa we are suffering everywhere there is no way that you go that Africans will say that we are blessed because of our conditions now. Everywhere, every African is suffering. We are suffering because we do not know how to get ourselves out of the suffering, just like the animals. An animal that has followed someone and it is trapped, it's being trapped, that is being confined, waiting for it to be slaughtered for uh, food doesn't know how to rescue itself. And that is what is happening in our lives. We have been trapped in all these things. Look, that everything African is trapped in all these things. And we do not know how to get ourselves out of it. And therefore, what do we do? We suffer. We suffer. And that is the truth. So when James Allen says that he suffers as the beast suffers because he does not know the way out of suffering, is in this true. And then the next line, he does not intelligently reflect upon life and lives in a series of sensations, longings, and confused memories which are unrelated to any central idea or principle. But again, what is the African's mentality? We only live in our memories. We only want to talk of our forefathers' practices, what we are doing, and all the things that happen to us. And all that we do is we live in these sensations and memories. But we are not able to do anything about uh, life. We are not able to do anything in life. All the things that we are doing, all the accusations that we are labeling at people, uh, that the descendants of those who came and colonized us, those who are engaged in slavery, those who engage in apartheid, those things doesn't mirror any universal principle. It mirrors universal principle in the only one we look at it that these things came to us to teach us some lessons. What are the lessons are we, are we taking from it? Then that we become intelligent people that we are using our minds. But what we do? We are reacting and today we are chasing people there. Tomorrow we are um, uh, insulting people. Tomorrow we are asking for reparation. Tomorrow we are asking for this. No, the black man, the African is here to come to the realization that a man must control his mind. And the, the way you control your mind is, in times of difficulties, you must use your mind to liberate yourself. If you are not, use your mind, not able to use your mind to liberate yourself, then you are like a beast that is waiting for human beings to come and liberate him or to liberate it. That is the truth. So that is the truth. So every accusation, everything that, all the things that we are, actually mentioning that it's as a result of our downfall and whatever, it doesn't mirror any universal principle. Unless, of course, we turn the narratives for it to be that those things came to us as a way of awakening us and we have lessons, we have learned our lessons and we are moving on. So the next line says, a man whose inner life is ungoverned and chaotic must necessarily manifest the, this confusion in the in the 
in the visible conditions of his afterlife in the world. And though for a time, running with the stream of desires, he may draw to himself a more or less large share of outer necessities and comforts of life, he never achieves any real success, nor accomplishes any real good, and sooner or later, worldly failure and disaster are inevitable, are inevitable as the direct results of the inward failure to properly adjust and regulate those mental forces which make the outer life. Yeah, this, let, us, let us look at that. A man who's in every, everything that we are, we, we, we are suffering is as a result of the way we, 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 are, we are organizing or we are governing our mental state. There is nothing that is more uh, befitting. There is nothing more that we can be proud of based on what we are doing everywhere. Anger, all this kind of things, everything. Wherever you go to Africa, it's chaos. It's confusion. It's everything. If I have to use examples, if you take a country like Nigeria, Nigeria is sitting on oil. They have gas. But if you go to Nigeria right now, almost every home in Nigeria, they have what we call generators because they are not able to produce continuous flow of electricity in their homes. They queue or they form long queues to buy kerosene with gallons and all those things. The life they are living there is even, look, it's something that you can, you can comprehend. But Nigeria is an oil producing country. Take Ghana. Ghana, we have all that we have oil and everything that now we are drilling oil, whatever. But Ghanaians have, been able, have not been able to come to a complete solution, a, con a, a complete solution to the electricity problem. So today they call it doom. So that the, the, the light is off today, the light is on today. Now I believe it is it has died down a little because they got a, a, a certain uh, solution. I think it's, it was from Turkey that they are they are mending it. But the African doesn't know how to get himself out of the situation. We are in all these things. This is just these are just two examples. Go to every nook and corner of Africa. You get similar situations from all this. The African doesn't know how to pull himself out of situations, out of difficulties, because he lacks self-discipline. He lacks self-discipline. No pain, no gain. If you're not ready to suffer right now, to downgrade, to I mean to downgrade your life, to forego some pleasures right now and die, or maybe suffer a little bit. To get a solution to solve a particular problem, then you know, you know, get you continue to be in that uh, problem, and that is what we are, we are we are experiencing in Africa. So the chaotic life of Africans is just a complete reflection of what our inner state is. The inner state of the African people is chaotic because we lack self-discipline. We are not governing our mental state. We have no idea that the mind of the human being is the key and is the maker of the life of every man or woman. So that is the truth. So now let's go on to pay, uh, paragraph two. Paragraph two also says that before a man accomplish, any, accomplish anything of any enduring nature in the world, he must first of all acquire some measure of success in the management of his mind. Before any man or woman can acquire anything that we call enduring success, that success that moves the world, success that makes you to dominate the world, 
then you must have complete control. You must be a good governor of your own mind. So now that Africa, we are underdeveloped. Africa, we are this and that and that. We are settled by poor, uh, poverty and lack and debt. It means that we are not governing our mental state well. We must, before we'll be able to be, uh, to, to, to create, before we'll be able to actually invent anything, then the African must, con must begin to learn how to govern his inner state, his mental state. This is a mathematical truth. This is a mathematical truth. And then the next, the next line says that this is a mathematical a truism as that two and two are four. For out of the heart, the issue of life. For out of the heart are the issue of life. If a man cannot govern the forces within himself, he cannot hold a firm hand upon the after activities which forms his visible life. On the other hand, as a man succeeds in governing himself, he rises to the higher and higher levels of power and usefulness and success in the world. If you are not able to control your mind, the one that is not able to control your mind, the one that lacks self-discipline is the one that takes something today and leaves it that, oh, it is too difficult. I couldn't do it. This is, and, uh, this is one of the signs or example of a man or woman who lacks self-discipline. Self-discipline is about you being able to will yourself and to go through a certain difficulties, even though it's hard, but I am going to persist. I am going to persist with determination, determination until I win. I am not going to quit. That is when you, you say you are someone who has self-discipline. But any, anything you, you try it, you leave it out so it's so hard, then you leave it. You can never achieve anything, any success. You would never achieve any success. And that is what Africans be doing. Today we try this one. Oh, we tried it. It didn't work. You leave it. We try this one, or we tried it, we failed. So let us try another one. So we move, we hop from one end to the other. These are the people that are like the animals that hop from one there. We try this one, there is no food here. Let us go and try the other one. That, that is what the animal does. They are roaming. They are roaming about looking for food, already made food, because they don't have the intellect to, to prepare the food for them, themselves. And but you as a human being, you have everything, you have a mind. And therefore, you don't have to roam one, from one end to the other looking for a solution to your problem. You only have to scroll yourself down and discipline yourself. And this time, it is very hard. It is not done well. But let us, let us all of us put our minds together. Let us endure. Let us suffer right now and to create a better life for ourselves and our future generation. That is how men and women have created their own wealth and their own success that their children are inherited. What has the African done? We do not have this concept. And so self-discipline, the only thing that has led African down is self-discipline, mental, the ability to control our mental states. And we do not even have that concept. As I stated, when, I, when you go out right now and ask Africans, most Africans, not, not, I will not say all Africans, majority of Africans about Positive, positivity and negativity. Everyone will tell you that he's a positive person. But as a matter of fact, if you look at the person's attitude, you look at the person's way of life, the way the person talks, the way the person organizes, he's the number one negative person. And so we do not actually understand the concept. 
Your mind is a creative medium. This statement is something that is foreign to the African. We don't even understand the difference between our mind and our brains. All these things, we do not have this concept. Our forefathers never ventured to analyze and to understand that. So we cannot, we cannot, we cannot move on without actually analyzing this and going back to correct some of the errors that happened in the old. And that is why some of us have laid our lives down that we are bringing this message to you. Self-discipline. It is not about you not being for you not uh, fornicating. It is not about you not uh, smoking. It is not about you not doing all this kind of thing. Those things, okay, they are good. But self-discipline has to do with your own life challenges, your own situation, individually and collectively. That is what we are talking of. As a leader of a nation, you are supposed to exercise self-discipline. There is nothing wrong that today. If the president of Nigeria, if the president of Ghana is riding in a, a, a Kia or a Kia Rondo or a, what we call it, Ford Focus, there is nothing wrong with it. It is our last that, is, that has deceived us that we are talking of security or whatever, that the president must ride in a jet, the president must ride with a motor kid and whatever. No, we, don't, we are not there yet. We don't produce cars. We don't produce this high therefore. The president must be prepared to use whatever every ordinary man is using with a little bit. We only have to accord him or her the respect. That is it. And so when you look at this, we are like animals. We are not controlling our minds. We are not controlling our minds because we don't we do not know how to do it. And therefore we are suffering. And when we are suffering, we we we, we are in the that we do not have the ability to pull ourselves up from that state until some people come to pull us out. And this is the time. This is the time that we have to be awakened to this truth. James Allen's work is something that any man or woman that wants to liberate himself from any form of difficulty must begin to learn, might begin to look for and read, read it well and understand it. Particularly his master class, as a man thinketh. However you think, however you are thinking determines your life. So my brothers, my sister, this is the time that we have to be awakened to this truth that a man must begin to control his life. There is no man, there is no person or a man or woman that can achieve anything without self-discipline. And self-discipline is about the controlling of your mind. I mean, taking control of what you allow to pass through your mind. Every thought that doesn't come to empower yourself and other people, every thought that doesn't bring improvement, and other, it is not a, a, a constructive thought. It is not a positive one. With that one out of your mind. And then in times of trouble, do not think of the pain you are going through, but think of how you get a solution. Do not think of how someone is coming to rescue. Think of how out of the pain you come up with a solution. That is how every man or woman that have developed their land did. And this is the time that Africans, we have to start and stand up. Self-discipline has to do with we being, we facing our difficulties and challenges from the bottom to top, from the leaders to the the ordinary man, then we face our challenges. Everyone take a challenge, then we begin to work on it. And dwell, I mean, dwelling upon only what we want to achieve in the end, and when we achieve what we want to achieve, it becomes a solution that it wipes out the solution, the, the, the problem completely. What, since I was born and I grew up in 
Africa, in Ghana, almost every difficulty that Ghanaians were suffering at that time, till I grew up, we are still suffering. Look, when I was in Ghana, Kayayo, all these young men, young lady, girls, lady, girls and boys carrying things, I mean, women carrying children on their backs, women carrying things on their heads. Look, there, there are no roads. The, the road, look, all, this, all the issues that used to be are still there. They are still there. The only, different, the only little change was Ghana in particular, the electrification project that has begun to now in the rural areas, they have lights. But if you go to Ghana, there are all the issues that used to be, the feeder roads and whatever, are still there. When I was growing up as a young man, before the government would construct a road, they have to go for a loan. We are still going for a loan. Nothing has changed. It's just that because we are evolving somehow, the, the perception and maybe the kind of things we are seeing are going about, nothing has changed in practically in the life of the African. Nothing has changed. We are still eating with our hands. We are still doing all this kind of rudimentary things everywhere. And so this is, this is, this is, these are the people that don't reflect on life. And as James Allen said, he doesn't reflect upon life. Let us begin to reflect upon our situations. Let us begin to reflect upon our situations and then begin to ask ourselves, how can we get ourselves out of this situation? How can we get a permanent solution to this? Not by anyone helping us, but we doing it ourselves. And that is when we say that we are human beings living and acting as human beings. But as it is, we have reduced ourselves to the level of the lower animals because we are unable to control our own circumstances. And as I said the other day, if you are unable to dominate your own circumstances, then how can you think of you dominating the world? If you are unable to control through your inner state, then your outer state will also be the same chaotic situation. Then that, that is why we are going through all this. And this is the time that the African has to rise up. Let us rise up and begin to use our minds. I am dreaming and I, I'm dreaming and believing and believing that one day someone in Nigeria, someone in Ghana, someone in Ivory Coast, someone in uh, Uganda, someone in Tanzania, someone in uh, South Africa, a black man will get up and say, this is what I have done and I'm using it to brighten the corner. I'm using it to empower Africans and so that we'll move forward. And that is when we say we have arrived. That's when we say, yes, we are disciplining ourselves. But at this stage, we are not. We are in a chaotic state. And we have to bring this to an end. So you, the young man, you, the young man or young lady, there is nothing. Look, it is, it is delusional. For in this, at this period of time, for you to continue to believe that you have to travel abroad for you to be successful. It is delusional. Look, I have traveled. I have lived in the UK. I have lived in Canada. And I'm telling you emphatically that there is nothing greener here. You have the, you have the ability to be successful wherever you are. And this is the time that we have to rise up. Rise up. Don't be like the animals. Look, the kind of risk that African young men are taking, the number of African men and women that have died on high seas, that have died across the desert. It's uncountable. It, but we are not taking license. We are not learning from all these things. The number of Africans that have wasted their monies and to connection men and whatever, they came here that they've wasted their lives. It is uncountable. We are not learning from that. Look, we are just like the beast. We don't reflect upon life. 
And this is the time that I am calling upon you to reflect upon your life. Let us all come together and reflect upon our life. It is time for us to take a stand and stop all these things happening. And that is by disciplining our minds. Disciplining our minds, our, ourselves, and say enough is enough. We will die if it is the need for us to die in confronting our difficulties. We will leave if there is the need for us to... Uh, we, we will leave if there is the need for us, if that be, for we are going to confront our difficulties and situations. All die be die, but we must die with dignity. If you try and fail, if there is more dignity in that than not to do anything. It is better to try and fail than not doing nothing to succeed. That is the truth. So Africans, try. When you fail, don't give up. Go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it until you succeed. Discipline. Discipline. Discipline your mind. Discipline yourself. And learn how to live in hardship. Learn how to live in difficulties with the joy, with the mind that you are looking for the solution to alleviate the difficulties. But not someone coming to, uh, to, 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 I mean, to save you, to, to, to pull you out of the difficulties. It will still follow you. It is your shadow. That is the truth. So that is my message for you. And so today, as I have already started, the topic that I have talk, spoken about is that, is about, is that self-discipline is the key to success and world domination. And it is something that James Allen has written on extensively. Therefore, if you need a book, if you need any assistance to get a book in terms of a soft copy, please contact me and I'll be more than happy and ready to assist you. We are ready to move ourselves and move our continent to another level that we will stand up and confront our difficulties and overcome them and turn our continent into a, a citadel of ideas, a continent that is enlightened, a continent that is developed by Africans and inviting all men and women from all parts of the world to come and enjoy what we have done. That is my message for you. Now, may the overshadowing presence of God that keep the stars and the planets, that keep the stars in the, in the open, such that they do not fall on us, and keep the planets in their orbit, such that they do not clash with one another, they do not clash with one another, keep you, lead you, and guide you, give you an open mind and open heart, such that this message will fall upon a receptive heart, that you begin to discipline yourself, you begin to control your mind in times of difficulties and challenges, that you only think of how to get a solution and to pull yourself out of difficulty, but not asking for men and women to come and save you. And that is when we say we have liberated ourselves and we are forging ahead, conquering our challenges and difficulties one by one. That is the truth of life. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kujomensa and I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. Eagle, at Eagle Mentality Group, we teach and propagate or share information about the power of the subconscious mind and the universal laws of universal law of, uh, universal laws. It is our determination and drive to create to raise a new group of Africans who will think and do things in a different way, do things in alignment with the universal laws and principles, such that we will develop an Africa, will create a multiracial Africa, such that we have every nook, every type of human being on the African continent as it is. Only black people are inhabiting the African continent. It does not depict the glory of God, which is diversity. And so the dream is a diverse and multiracial Africa, but a, unit, a unified and 
loving, a symbol of love, the symbol of love. The African country, the African continent becomes a symbol of love that the world emulates. Thank you and God bless you.